Hello and welcome to the Metapod of Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. It's been 10,000 years, Sean. I mean, are we trying to do the Titanic reference there? It's been 84 years. It's been 84 years, <laughs> my darling. Oh, I know. It's been, it's been, you know, two weeks isn't really that long. But when you do something every single week and then you don't for two weeks, it feels like a lot longer. Yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely feels like a long time. Just in just a quick kind of explanation. We don't have to dive too deep, but just general life things. Uh, for me personally, I had uh, my grandfather passed away. And so that was like our first. Uh, uh, that was my first grandfather or grandparent, I should say, that passed away. So that was just kind of tough on my family, like doing that stuff and trying to make sure they're good. And then Sean, you know, has a life, <laughs> has an adult life. So, yeah, work, work can sometimes get weird for both of us. Honestly, I know, Jake, your your work life as well is just uh it's, it's getting it's underway. Wild, this this first half of the year. Yeah, sports are now getting underway. Uh, basketball is going to be going on. Volleyball just started. Uh, lacrosse is start this weekend, and then soccer's I think start in two weeks. Along with track and field's been going on, and football is going to be here before we know it. Oh, <sighs> uh, despite all of the scientists' warnings, all of these things are happening now. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, states are still going into lockdown and countries are still locking down. But don't worry, we're going to have all our sports in the same season. Don't worry, because, uh, collegiate basketball is still here to take advertisers money. Yes, because every all college athletics will die if March Madness doesn't happen. You can. Oh, I'm not affiliated with the NCAA in my position anymore, Sean. Hey, yay. Yay. You can go to the betting places yeah. now, right? Well, actually, n well, <laughs> no. no, I can't. No. I still okay. can't gamble because I work for a college institution. Uh, but like the stuff I do directly for the NCAA, I don't do that anymore. That's right. what I was saying. So like I still do my university stuff, but. Well, you're out from under level, one corporate thumb at least. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out of there. I'm out of that hot mess that they can fix. Anyways, we're not a college <laughs> sports podcast. We're a Metapod podcast, Sean. Yep. We do though. We did get a five star review since the last time we did an episode from one of our good friends, Sleepy Dreepy, fellow content creator as well on YouTube. Loves the Pokemon trading card game. Love the stuff that he's done with the thumbnails the last several months. Very much improved. I like it. Just wanted to shout that out. But let's read it. Five-star review for the Metapod TCG. Great TCG podcast. Love the energy and chemistry of the two hosts. Always great to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> then, then the end of it. You got to read it. <laughs> and then the end says, those at Max Flow TCast. On the other hand, nah. Impy pimps, more like impy wimps. <laughs> oh boy! I feel like all these podcasts have like these inside jokes about people basically like, please abuse our podcast while writing a review for someone else. And <laughs> it, it's one of those things too. So like, um, Floaty Cast sent the Pittsburgh podcast people. They they sent them dice, sent them <laughs> some nice Floaty K dice. And I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a two time co host on the Floaty Cast. <laughs> like like where where's my dice i they're got like, nothing they're like but didn't you roast us and i was like look i just read the reviews like i don't, I don't roast y'all 
I just make fun of uh, Maxlow for being a Red Wings fan. <laughs> oh, like, no. That, that, that's my roasting. That's all I do. Yeah, this uh, this podcast is, I think, clearly anti, anti-flow anti cast in terms of hockey because you roast him for being a Red Wings fan because uh, what, what, what are you a fan of that gives you the roasting ability of the Red Wings? No, I just... Uh, just in general. I, I have a lot of family from Chicago, so like... Uh. The, it was like a couple of weeks. It was like a week and a half ago. The Blackhawks played two games against the Red Wings. And so the first game, um, the Blackhawks were winning. And I sent a screenshot to uh, Maxlow and I was like, yo, this you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of kicked it off. And then the Blackhawks won both games. So I, I just it's funny because like we can jab at each other and nobody takes it seriously. It's and- all in good fun. Yeah, it's all in good fun. We we know that both of our teams suck. <laughs> We're well aware of it. We just like making fun of each other. <laughs> oh, but my. yeah, I just I just in terms of the podcast, I just read the reviews. I'm an active listener every week to the Flow T cast, so got nothing nothing against them. Yeah, I mean, I I was a, a an active participant in the Flow T. I was on, you know, the funny thing, Jake. I've been on. You've been on several, a lot of things, Sean. I've been on a variety of podcasts for Pokemon and Digimon, actually, and uh, I have not been making any videos. I feel like a fraud, but you know what? You feel- <laughs> People like bringing me on and it's like, so shout out anything you want. I'm like, I'm going to shout out the Metapod. That's the only thing I know that's going to keep going right now. <laughs> that's the only consistent thing in my life right now. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. I, I've been making the rounds and people have started to notice. And so I got to probably pump the brakes and, uh, you know, keep keep some of the mystique, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like you said, life happens. Right. You know, it, it's it's a whole thing. But, Shad, we got a lot to talk about today. A lot has been announced since our last two weeks. We're going to kind of speed through a couple things, and then we'll talk about the single rapid strike set list because we haven't officially talked about that yet. I know the set list has been out for a while, but people have been, at least for me, been asking about my thoughts on the two set lists that came out in Japan, which will be what we think as part of Battle Styles releasing on March 19th. So... First things first, Sean, as if there wasn't any more reason for people to get into Pokemon collecting, General Mills Cereal is coming out with a promotion. They're coming out with packs of Pokemon cards. Oh, great. You know, <laughs> oh, it, no. was, it was pretty easy for me to find food-related items of Pokemon. Now? Mm-mm. Not you, anymore, Sean. You know, I, I almost feel like this is starting to become a cruel joke because you know what's going to happen. You're going to go to the cereal aisle... And all the cereal's going to be gone now because of scalpers. There's going to be like, there's no Pokemon in the Pokemon section at Target anymore. All those scalpers are just going to be sitting in the cereal aisle waiting for the vendor, <laughs> waiting for the vendors or somebody to restock the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So they like, can- I'll, I'll pay the Pokemon scalper tax a little bit for some things. A box of cereal, though. I, I mean, I have a sealed box of the... The new cereal that I came out, the Berry Bolt, mm. you know, that Pokemon released, which is a, it's a nice cereal. I like it. It's a good cereal box, too. But man, they've been confirmed in Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Twix so far. It may also, because it's General Mills, include Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs, Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs, that type of thing. It's a pack of Pokemon cards, so it comes in like a a wrapping and then it, in the wrapping is a pack like a pack of three cards. I believe they've done this before 
Sean in like past cereals. So yeah, nothing too crazy new, but every pack is going to be, every pack is going to have three booster or I'm sorry, three cards in it. Each booster pack has three cards. One of them being a hollow Pikachu. So that's nice in my opinion, because, you know, you think about Pokemon packs, people, especially like massive collectors now and scalpers and people just trying to make a quick buck. Um, they're looking for the chase cards, you know, and the chase card in this is the Pikachu, the hollow Pikachu with the stamp. It's going to be the only card that we've seen so far, I believe, that has the 25th anniversary stamp on it. So if it comes in every pack, it's probably going to be a lot easier to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it'll be to your point. They're making the chase card the exact opposite of a chase card, which is that it's guaranteed. Um, yeah. And it feels like a set to me like, look, I think it's good marketing. This actually doesn't really feel like much of a collector's item because the chase card is in every set. It's I, so niche. Yes. The, the cereal itself is so like the cards are going to be way more collectible than the than the cereal. Yeah. There will be like two groups of people. There will be people buying the cereal to get the cards and there will be people buying the cereal that are like me that will just have it like sealed on the shelf. Yeah, I think the sealed packs for this one will probably be worth a lot more in the long run um, because there's just going to be a bazillion of these Pikachus and knowing the era that we're in right now. 25th anniversary as well. Like there's yeah. only one time that a 25th anniversary can happen. Oh yeah. You know, and I just think that so many people are going to send those Pikachus off to get graded straight out the gate that there's going to be this huge flood of PSA tens and, you know, I think if you want a good Pikachu in, in graded condition, you'll be able to find it just fine. If you actually are a collector, I think the real challenge will be getting a full set and getting a full set in PSA 10 even, right? Like that yeah. will, you know, it's not the hardest thing in the world, but that will be the thing that takes a little bit of effort. Uh, but yeah, sealed product is, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that these will actually be a problem from a, collector standpoint to find just because yeah the chase card is in every pack i mean i just hope to god i can get two boxes one box <laughs> so then i can get some of the cards and then eat the cereal and then another box that i can keep sh uh, sh shield um sealed <laughs> on my bookshelf um but that's not the only food place sean i'm throwing a curveball i didn't throw oh, this oh, in the oh, notes because i what? literally just thought of this okay uh, Poke McDonald's 25th anniversary Pokemon promotion starts in February. Way too many goodies. So it's pokebeach.com, the same place that I got the uh, General Mills information from. McDonald's is doing another promotion. We've seen this year in, year out, Sean. This isn't the first time. Uh, we actually saw some leaks of the 25th anniversary McDonald's promotions. I believe it was, was it Darkness of Blaze Packs? Uh, was a yeah. champion's path. Uh, ooh, let's see. I want to say it was like maybe Darkness Blazer, maybe Vivid Voltage. I don't know. But yeah, there was accidentally some of these cards placed in uh, packs early. Yeah. These will start on February 9th for the 25th anniversary. So at the time of this recording, next time we have a podcast, you can go to your McDonald's and uh, you'll be able to get some 25th anniversary cards. Um, I assume... That because it's McDonald's, I mean, I've I've personally done this before. Um, the last time they had cards out for like a McDonald's promotion, I just went in and I was like, hey, I don't really want a Happy Meal, but I'll buy some food. Can I get like one of each of the card things? 
like they have like little card shooter things or whatever. Um, I'm trying to, I have it actually right here. It's literally in my desk. It's like you get like a little disc, push a button, shoots the disc. Like it came with a card as well. The cards weren't in great condition, but they're kind of cool because they're hollows. But I mean, they've got the McDonald's stamp. They've got the 25th anniversary stamp in the corner of the artwork. And so. I mean, it's another thing to collect. Yeah, you like McDonald's, you like Pokemon. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting seeing people going to McDonald's and trying to buy a hundred happy meals. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to like gamble my way through. I'm probably just going to straight up walk in the McDonald's be like, look, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy the big Mac meal, you know, cause look, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm ginormous. <laughs> I'm going to buy the big Mac meal. I'm going to enjoy this big Mac meal. I will pay extra. I think they like, usually when you go in and you ask for like extra toys or whatever, they do have a price that you have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. It's not like they just hand it to you. I mean, some may just like hand it to you for free. I don't know. But when I've gone, I've had to pay like a little bit extra, which is totally okay. It's not that much. It's I think it's like a dollar fifteen or something when I went. Um, who knows? That may change because it's the 25th anniversary and they might be like limited to it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to try to go like for lunch, like right after stream on February 9th um, and go over there and see if I can just get all of them. I guess you got to wait till they're done serving breakfast, right? <laughs> well, I, I don't cause you have to get a happy meal. Do they yeah. sell happy meals for breakfast? I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know how McDonald's has changed their actual, like back in the day, it used to be like, you know, the joke of like when breakfast ends and, but they the made, breakfast ends at like 11, I think usually for them or maybe like 10 30 some, I don't know. I don't know if they still do that though. I don't know if they're still like, um, set to that schedule or if that's like a thing of uh, if that's going to age us a bit saying that because they like they haven't done that for 10 years i mean i think it's i like that kind of thing i like these different promotions and stuff it makes the makes the collection that i have of stuff like more interesting right like my mom was very surprised when i asked her if she had seen pokemon cereal that i could keep (laughs) sealed forever because like when we were growing up you know and we had the mac and cheeses and you know, all those things like we didn't think twice about keeping any of that sealed. The pop tarts, stuff like that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's cool. It's like it, it makes a collection more colorful and, you know, diverse, which I, you it's know, it's not just Pokemon cards or it's not just the games, right? It's it's a lot of different things, which is why I also bought the Gen 3, a couple of the Gen 3 plushies that came out the other day. He 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 feel so round i love it anyway sean let's go back into the pokemon trading card game let's let's bring it back bring it back sean tpci will be launching a new tcg series called top deck academy starting on thursday two days from when this podcast airs tpci will be launching a new weekly tcg series called top deck academy on twitch and youtube series will teach new and intermediate players how to build better decks and improve their gameplay debuts february 4th at 2 p.m pst twitch and youtube prominent members will be featured in the pokemon tcg community new decks teach viewers how to create custom decks offering tips of solid strategies and much more 
Um, people of all different levels can enjoy Top Deck Academy. It offers beginning and intermediate players an excellent opportunity to divide into nuances of strategies and deck building. New episodes stream every Thursday at 2 p.m. PST. Remember that Thursdays are 2 p.m. PST. Mm-hmm. And then experts who have been commentating and playing for years. I'm kind of excited about this. This is something really, really cool, in my opinion, because when you look at when you look at official streams, Sean, this is my this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. When you look at official streams of like a regional championship or a world championship or whatever, and you look at the numbers, there are way more viewers in a VGC match than a TCG match. But if you go to an actual regional or like, for example, I went to the North American International Championships in 2019 in Columbus. When I went there, there were so many more TCG players than VGC players. But the difference between the two is there's a lot more people that just casually play the video game that know what quick attack is that know what thunderbolt is you know and that yep. know what a crit is or a knockout or super effective or not super effective while in comparison the tcg you go so like think of i don't gosh i don't know michael Pramwatt like going a million miles an hour shuffling his cards crazy in his hand and then you know all of a sudden discarding his cards and drawing seven and then moving around energies and attaching and uh, putting things in the lost zone and like there's so much stuff that goes on that it that somebody who just collects the cards can't be like what the hell is happening right now <laughs> i mean what i think you're touching on is that the video game the main community that as it relates to the property that is the video game are players right there are I some video so. game yeah there are some video game collectors sure but the vast yeah. majority of people who interact with the video game are players, and and that audience is much wider than the TCG, right? Yes, it gets exactly. it gets equally deep, meaning that there are players who are as into the VGC as there are into the TCG, but it's a much wider audience to start with. Whereas the TCG, this is where it gets interesting. You could say, oh well, you know, the trading cards are not as popular, but that's not true. The trading cards are popular but the main audience for the trading card world are collectors not yes. players like so, i mean you think about it anybody who does a even you sean you have played through up to a point um you, you yeah. still have yet to beat <laughs> but have you have done probably a one. double battle in pokemon sword and shield right yeah you understand how double battles work and you probably have tried to construct some sort of strategy in a double battle in a pokemon game yeah i mean i think there's yeah, I think that the, from a viewer's perspective, the knowledge gap between um, a casual viewer and high-level play in the VGC is smaller than it is in the TCG. And, and what I mean by that is that's not to say it's easy I, to mm. get to that. No, I, I, what I'm saying is not easy to get to that level. I'm saying it's easy to understand what's happening relative oh, yeah, to the yeah, TCG. Yeah, yeah. I think also the entry level is way easier for the VGC, right? Yeah. For VGC, because like all you have to like, all you have to do is just follow the program rules. So like series eight was just, just started. 
You know, you get one restricted Pokemon, which is basically like a box legendary on your team. And any Pokemon that you can play in Sword and Shield. That's super easy in comparison to you have to have a 60 card deck. You can only have four up to four of each card in a single deck. You have to draw or you have to shuffle. You have to draw seven cards at the beginning. You have to do a starter. You have to put out six prizes. You have to, you know, <laughs> like there's there's so many more rules in the TCG. Yeah. So like to be able to learn how to play the game at its like core basis is just inherently harder and more difficult to understand. And that's like why that number is so vastly different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and to your point, like, look, people play the Pokemon video games for a variety of reasons and purposes. And, uh, but anybody who's played through the game for whatever reason can tune mm -hmm. into a match in the VGC and even if they're not on, even if they don't understand the meta or whatever it is. Yeah. Even if they don't understand like EVs, IVs, right. natures, like you still know what's going on, right? Like it looks, you understand speaking, when a, when a, when a, uh, a Torkoal uses yeah. eruption and it's super effective against a God Dialga. Yeah. You know, but there are, there is no alternate world in which a, there's a bunch of people who are like, Oh, I play the trading card game. You know, but I do it in this other way. No, it's just like you're either playing the trading card game yeah. as it is or not. There is no like, like look at look at anybody on Instagram. Not this isn't to call anybody out or like roast anybody, but like look at all these people on Instagram that have thousands of look at like, oh, God, I don't like Logan Paul collects Pokemon cards. Do you think he's ever like read the card? <laughs> <laughs> do you think he pulled? Do you think he read any of those cards that he opened in the base set box? Uh, I not really. I think if he did, it's like you look at it and you say, it does a hundred. That must be good. A hundred oh. damage. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you think. Right. And you don't, man, this Remoraid here does 20 damage and it has 60 HP. That's a third of its HP. That's a lot, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no. And, and you know, a collector will go through and they'll see all the trainer cards. And they'll be like, oh, dang it. I got an item finder in my base. Oh, set pack. God, oh, I got gross. a level ball. But the, the, player, <laughs> the player is sitting here like, yo, item finder is gas. Computer search is amazing. Yeah. But again, yeah. this series starts. It's a weekly thing. Thursday, 2 p.m. PST on Twitch and YouTube on the official. Actually, hold on. Let me click this. It says the official Pokemon channels. There are separate channels for TCG and VGC. You can look up Pokemon TCG. You can look up Pokemon VGC on like Twitch and they'll pull up different results. But this is the uh, this is going to the official just regular Pokemon channels. I just pulled it up. So people at home probably heard some nonsense. I heard um, that. I was like, what are you playing? Red and blue? <laughs> like, what like, is this? Going on? Are you yeah. playing red and blue during no, our podcast? No, no, never. Um, but the one thing I will say about all this and this is. This is one of the areas that, like, I think it's a cool thing that they're doing this. And they have a huge audience, right, of people that they could teach how to play the game. And I think it's good for them to use that, that scale. Um, but especially when it comes to Twitch, they're talking about, like, oh, we're going to do this new weekly series and we're, we're going to put it on Twitch. The one thing I don't love about Pokemon Company is that especially when they stream, there is no interactivity with chat at all, right? And Yeah, because chat is toxic. Well, Sorry, chat, chat. I mean, chat can be toxic, but like, you know, there's an element of like, okay, well, if you're really here to teach people something, um, 
and you're going to use Twitch as the platform, uh, it just seems weird to basically do a premiere of a video, right? Like a YouTube premiere on Twitch. Like, I get it. You have a big channel and you want a lot of people to see it, but I don't know. It kind of feels like uh, you could have taken this a step further and had some sort of a premiere of the video and then a Q&A with the Pokemon master who did the thing afterwards. And maybe you filter the comments through your own website or some other portal so you don't have to deal with Twitch nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like to me, that, that if I was going to give any you know feedback to anyone who might listen to this, whether you're one of the Pokemon players who participates in this or somebody at the Pokemon company, I doubt anyone there listens to this, but who knows? It would be, you know, you know, find a way if you're gonna if you're gonna teach people things, try to try to find ways to actually interact from time to time. Um, I'm being overly critical, I know, but you know what? I appreciate what they're doing. Like work in marketing, Sean. I, I see. This is the thing, though, right? Like this is what I do. And like you are, you are qualified to make these critiques. I, I I work in marketing and play Pokemon competitively. I am about as I'm about as qualified to critique this as anyone, right? So uh that that's all I would say. Uh but yeah, it is I'll be interested to see who they got to do it. I'm assuming it's gonna be folks like, you know, uh Dube Snacks and probably Andrew Mahone and you know, the big names that everybody's heard about. Um, mm-hmm. that do the casting that, that are going to be the ones that are the face of this. I, I wouldn't be like, you know, I wonder if Jay Witz is going to be a part of this, right? Like people who, no, you know, I, see I in the think casting I'm booth. pretty sure Jay Witz has been done with, I'm pretty sure they had a falling out. Ah, okay. Well, that's, that's background that I do. I don't know, but I don't know the details, but I just remember one time, um, I think it was, I was listening, I was watching PK Mancasa stream, Steve, the, one of the guys that I work for and, Somebody had asked, like, there it got on the conversation of like Steve when he was playing the TCG, and mm-hmm. they were like, they were like, oh, Jay Witz, you know, playing, and he, they were like, why doesn't he do it anymore? And he's like, he just doesn't do, he doesn't do stuff with the Pokemon Company now. Yeah, all right, um, fair enough. <laughs> sadly, no, but I know Kenny, uh, Kenny, Kenny Wisdom, Kenny yeah. Wise, yeah, yeah. Kenny, 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 commentator is doing it. That's exciting. I like him. Yeah, does a good job. Yeah, it'll be cool to see the people that from the community that are doing this. So it'll be interesting. But Sean, I think, I think now is time. Now to talk about <laughs> the big Kahuna. To talk about the one thing that maybe will get me and Jake interested in the meta again. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. Be, I mean, I'm still like following the Pokemon trading yeah, card game. I'm we, still. We watching, know what's up. I. I, let me recount you a story, Sean, of the one game that I've played in the last couple weeks. <laughs> some of you may have seen a tweet about this. I loaded up Pokemon trading card game because I had some extra time on my hands. I was like, you know what? I'm going to play some games. Maybe I'll do some Players Cup stuff. Maybe I'll do some Players Cup tonight. Mm-hmm. First game loaded up on ladder. I was playing. Um, what was I playing? I think I was playing like a like a Orbeetle deck or something because I like to have fun when I play. I mm. like to have fun. <laughs> God forbid. I loaded up. I uh, I started Orbeetle and Dedenne in my hand, so obviously I'm going to start Orbeetle, right? Because I'm going to leave Dedenne for the time that I need to get some gas going. And they flip over Zacian. I'm like, ah, oh, God, it's ADP Zacian. Of course, I'm playing ADP Zacian. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. 
And then they mawile turn one. <laughs> I didn't collect any mulligans, nothing. <laughs> they just went ahead and mawiled. And I wasn't streaming or anything. I wasn't telling anybody that I was playing the Pokemon trading card game. I just lost my Dedenne and then I drew past for like three straight turns. And I lost, obviously. And oh. then as soon as as soon as that game was over, or they knocked out after like the third round of draw passing, I closed the game. I said, I don't like that. That is the epitome of how I feel about this format. It's dead drawing and ADP Zacian. <laughs> like I I can't I can't play. I can't play. I can watch it. I can enjoy Azul or Trainer Chip or you know, anybody playing it. Yeah. But like me, like I uh, I don't I can't. Nah. I can't. I tried. Oh, that's uh Yeah, it's that uh, it doesn't I'll, those things I'll like that don't encourage you to play styles, more. I'll play when Battle Styles comes out. I'll play see how see how I feel about it, but especially with right now, it's I made I made like a little video about this because I'm revamping YouTube, uh, TikTok and Instagram. Made a little video about this that kind of mentioned it for anyone who didn't see. But um, it's really hard when you work in sports, especially in how I mentioned how it's uh, all being pushed into one season to be able to keep up with a meta and keep up with the trading card game. Yeah. Right. And because I can't I barely have time to play. I barely have time to practice. I can watch as I'm working, you know, but that's well, not the same thing. It's not the same thing as playing. Well, we can start getting into the future meta, if you will, like on our, on some please, of our predictions. Please help. So, Jake, I, I'm, how about I'll take the lead going through single strike, and uh, you could take the lead going through rapid strike. How does that sound? Yes, please, because I opened a I. I owed my Twitch people some packs for the support they've given. And we opened up a rapid strike box and it was lit. I nice. loved it. I had so much fun opening it. All right. Well, so you have you have some uh you know prior knowledge experience of seeing some of these cards. So uh yeah. but yeah, let's uh we're we're gonna do our battle styles review, overview, whatever you want to call it. And uh starting off with single strike, I'm on Poke Beach. I'm just gonna go down. And I'm only going to stop at cards that I think are interesting. If I miss anything, Jake, uh, then you uh, feel free to jump in. But I think the, sure. I think the first one that really catches my eye is Durant. Uh, now, I did not play in the era of of Durant Mill. Apparently, that was that was a big thing. Uh, but this Durant is coming back out, and I know a lot of people who liked that card, the original Durant. Seemed excited. So for two colorless, you have Devour. The first attack, we're not going to talk about. It doesn't matter. But Durant is a basic Pokemon. Two colorless, Devour. For each of your Durant in play, discard the top card of your opponent's deck. So, you know, in a perfect world, you're discarding four cards from the top of your opponent's deck for two for a twin energy. And that's pretty gross. That's pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could certainly see there being... Some decks that maybe you sprinkle this in in a control style deck um, at the end of the game, right? Where you you play it out, uh, you get rid of all their energy, you control the game a little bit, play some Jesse and James, maybe, I don't know. And then when it's late game and they don't seem to have any energy in hand, or not enough to attack at least, 
You load up your bench with a few of these Durants, and then you just go to town on their deck every turn when they can't when they can't fight back. I feel like that's the strategy with this Durant. I like Durant. I mean, it was a valid deck in like a, it's a valid deck in like expanded legacy, whatnot. Um, I think that I mean we need like some sort of I don't know. I don't even know if it can thrive though until post rotation because you look at Durant. There's no way that Durant beats ADP. ADP? No, yeah. I, I There's no way unless you like try to get a major controlly aspect like Team Yelgrunt, Crushing Hammers, somehow getting back your Crushing Hammers and Crushing Hammers again. Yeah. And stuff like that. I but, could see I could see, you know, there's one deck seeking, right? That I, I it had some viability about a year ago. The seeking that discards energy on coin flips. Mm -hmm. I could see a world in which you have a seeking Team Yelgrunt style deck where it may be Crushing Hammers, obviously, as well, because, <laughs> I mean, why not, right? Um, Need you four cards to put in your deck? Screw consistency. Put in Crushing <laughs> Hammers. Right. But, like, you play that. You play some seeking, um, and, you know, you just go through the game controlling their energy, making it so that they can't attack. Um, they'll draw through their deck at whatever pace they're going to draw through. And then this is maybe a closer. Cause I think seeking with Yelgrunt and crushing hammer, you might be able to get around ADP. If you can just survive, if you can survive so that they can't attack with ADP and accelerate that way. Once you get past that hurdle, then you just have to make it through four metal saucers. And once you once you get through both of those things, I actually think that it's not the um, the worst thing in the world. But again, you're right in an ADP world that you have to build a very specific deck for this card to work. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. I think it'll be, be better post-rotation like a lot yeah. of other things. <laughs> like, like a lot of things, including the overall game. <laughs> mm. Um. In terms of the next card, I I'm tempted to stop on Vivillon or Vivion. How would Vivillon. you pronounce that? Vivillon. There's no. It's an I L L O N. There's a not an I O N. It's just how is it Vivillon? It's just Viv Vivillon. Well, you know what, Sean? I do what I want here on this podcast. <laughs> maybe is you it Vivillon? Listen maybe? to me. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird name. Vivillon is the nicest way to say it. I think it is Vivillon. Vivillon. But. It's uh, it's first attack. I'm just going to touch on this briefly because there might be a strategy here. It's only a stage one, which I think helps. And it's first attack for one colorless. Heal all damage from two of your benched Pokemon. That's a that's a miss. Uh, it's a stage two. Vivlion's a stage uh, two because it goes Scatterbug, Spupa, Vivlion. Okay, never mind. It's one of those things that Poke <laughs> Beach does to, make, to see like who's copy and pasting them. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, that never mind. I take everything back. That is trash. A stage two to heal two when you have a new supporter that does it basically for you? Nah, nah, trash. Um, All right, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I'm going to stick. I'm, I'll mention the first VMAX. I don't know if it's any good, but we do have Flapple VMAX. Um, trash. You know, I, I, the one reason I would almost give this some viability is its first attack on Flapple V. During your opponent's next, next turn, the attack, defending Pokemon's attack cost is two more colorless. The problem with printing this card 
is you also printed, they reprinted Escape Rope in the same set. So I'm like, what are you doing? Why would you make something that might actually have an interesting way to beat ADP that you also print Escape Rope at the same? Oh, great. It's just, it's gross. Trash. Trash. So Trash, Sean. But the main attack Why are we of, still talking about it? I'm just saying the main attack of Flapple VMAX is 250 for grass and two colorless, 10 damage less for each damage counter. It's trash. Um, <laughs> it's bad. The first, what's the first good fire Pokemon? Uh, you know what? The first good fire Pokemon is the first Pokemon that's going to be single strike, Embor. Embor does, has the ability Fighting Fury Stance. It's a single strike Pokemon. And your Pokemon's, your single strike Pokemon's attacks do 30 more damage to your opponent's active. And this can stack. That's important to note. It does not say it can't stack like Incineroar. There's an Incineroar that's a stage two that has basically the same effect but it can't stack, but it can apply to any Pokemon. This one only applies to single strike and it can stack. And the reason I think that this has real viability um, is there is a supporter in this set that can cheat this card out as a stage two. So you could run four of these stage twos and none of the pre-evolutions in your deck and still get it into play. So I think that is what makes this a viable card. Uh, what do you think, Jake? I think it is a viable card, but you know what I'm going to say? I think it's viable post rotation. I mean, you look at the <laughs> amount of you look at the amount of stage. Well, first of all, like we don't have we don't have enough single strike stuff. We are assuming more, and yeah. I think it's yeah more more sets in the future will include. I mean, we still have probably I think like more Japanese sets to come out that will include. I think like one more Japanese set. That will include yeah. um, single strike and battle strike at least to go into battle styles, right? Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Well, I don't think there's another set that's going to go in battle styles. That I don't know, but there definitely will be more single and rapid strike cards that they will print for the what, June or July or whatever the next set is. Mm -hmm. um, I think that has been confirmed. So we will be getting more. You're right. Yeah, so like obviously we'll have a more range of attackers. We will have more range of items, supporters, um, things of that nature to tr hopefully try to help stage twos come out because there's a couple, in my opinion, evolution Pokemon that are pretty decent that are like the single strikes and rapid strikes. But I mean, you just look at a. I mean, I just this is I'm so hyper focused on ADP when I look at any deck. It's terrible. Anyways, but I like this card. I like this Embor card. I think it does have some viability in August. Yeah, I I think it'll be a fun deck, a fun card to play around with. Maybe mm -hmm. as like a, a two of, right, in a single strike deck so you don't prize one of them. Um, if you're going to be playing the new supporter that we'll get to in a second. So definitely something to keep in mind if you are leaning towards building a single strike version deck. The next card, Jake, is one that I'm actually pretty excited about. It's Salazzle. It's a stage one, which, eh, whatever. But it's only a stage one. And its second attack is the one that matters. For two colorless, Taunt and Burn. It's 90 times damage, which is a lot. 90 damage for each special condition affecting your opponent's active Pokemon. Now, as far as I understand it, your opponent's active Pokemon can only have three special conditions at any given time. It can have burn, it can have poison, and it can have one of three 
either asleep, Confusion, confused, or, or paralyzed. Sleep, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, but what that basically says is for one attachment of energy, a twin, a twin energy, uh, it will do 270 damage plus the two damage counters for burn at least and the one damage counter for poison at least. So this is actually an effective, if you can pull it off, it's an effective 300 damage combo. Um, <laughs> what the hell are you going to do that? I mean, there are cards. Oh, man, I'm trying to remember. I feel like there was either cards that came out in this or there is... If not a Glazer. <laughs> no, I mean, you could pair this um, with Mewtwo, right? And like a Mewbox deck um, that runs the... What is it? The Vile Plume that... Um, poisons burns and confuses or something i guess um but i mean we just have we're we've got how many switching effects i mean yeah the format there are once escape rope comes out i feel like there are other pokemon and maybe we haven't gotten to them yet there is something else that i thought that was announced that was an ability that will leave your po- opponent's pokemon like i don't know burned and poisoned or i don't know something crazy yeah there's that and then you have to also um it's uh it's uh Senescorch, I believe, by the way. Ah, that you're okay, referring yes. to in, in Rapid Strike, but we'll get to that later. But so you have that you have to have Garboder, right, to get the poison off. Gotta yeah. have Garboder to get the poison off. So you can get the, the burn, you can get the poison, and then uh, a yellhorn. I guess that's all you need. Yeah, you yellhorn and then boom, there's your two seventy. But that's a lot to ask for, Sean. I mean, it is, but look, the Garboder. I mean, look, I'm just saying, if any little Dark Fury will make this not, deck. Not to, I mean, the, yeah, LDF will be able to do anything he wants because he's gigantic brain. Um, uh, but but like not only that, you have all those combo cards that you have to do to get those status conditions. But also you got to get like an air balloon or a doll to get out of the active. Right. You're not going to use you're not going to confuse your Salazzle unless you go unless you do confuse your Salazzle switch and then like with a manual retreat or an air balloon retreat, whatever, yeah. and then use like a switch card or something. Yeah, this like is that's true. another combo that you have to add to it. It's going to be one of those things that everybody's going to make a YouTube video on it. And it's going to be one of those combos that happens one every 25 times. But <laughs> the 25th time that it does it, that one know. time in the 25 instances, it's absolutely insane. And it makes you feel good. And it's a rush of serotonin. I- I'm just saying, I think... This is one card, though, where I think that Pokemon Nature's Breeding or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, that gets you two. Breeders Nurturing. Sure. Yes. It gets you two evolutions. So if you think about that, if you're thinking about this as a stage one deck, right? You've got Garboder, Centiscorch, Salazzle. It's all stage ones. So you're playing uh, Dedenne's. <laughs> oh, come on, Jake. Just just, just live, play with me in this okay. space. Play you with me in this space. Nurturing, that means you're not playing Amarni. That means you're not playing. Yeah. Uh, Professor's research, so you're gonna have to play Dedenne's and Crobats. Uh-huh. Oh, guess what? You have a bunch of two prizers to accelerate the game. No, I don't see it. <laughs> I just maybe it's not gonna work, but I like it. Anyways, we can move on. We can move on. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the next VMAX combo. There is a another Tapu Coco V that's coming out. Um, <clears throat> I don't think the V. Is really that good? I think the original Tapu Koko V we have is probably the better Tapu Koko V. It's free retreat. It has an attack that lets you uh, draw a card um, for the same energy cost as the first deck. Out. So really, it's the Tapu Koko V Max that's coming out here. That's the good one. And for two lightning and a colorless, you do 180 damage. And if you have more prize cards remaining than your opponent, your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed. 
So I think this is a really nice, um, a, a kind of a successor to write you and write you in some ways as a, a lightning deck that auto paralyzes if you meet a certain condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what this does is like choo choo is just, it's, it's a little weak right now, right? Like, um, meaning it just doesn't have that HP that you need in, in a lot of matchups. Whereas this can now withstand a hit potentially. And people are playing can be accelerated this. with tag bolt. Uh, yeah. I mean, gross. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, Pika Ram is such a good card. Oh God, it's just it's filthy. Um, but this people are playing this with the Omastar in Japan. I don't know if mm. you've seen that, but yeah. So you item lock your opponent so they can't play switch or escape rope. You do 180 and you paralyze them. And assuming they don't have a way to retreat out of it, um, unlike Choo Choo, right? Choo Choo does 160 and and paralysis or is a Choo Choo Omastar out there every single turn. Yes, and you have to switch everything, and that's super difficult, right? And 160 times 2 is only 320, which actually doesn't knock out a lot of decks. Uh, but 180 times 2, now that's a different number. So, Jake, what are you, uh, are you excited about this as the first good VMAX that we've talked about? I am, and you briefly mentioned how the other Tapu Koko V is better than the one coming out in Battle Styles. And one thing that I kind of want to mention that, um, just in case anybody who doesn't know this... But this VMAX, you can use the Tapu Koko V from, what did it come out, Sword and Shield Base? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you can use that to evolve into the VMAX because it's not like a, it's not a battle, it's not a uh, single strike specific card. It doesn't ask for like single strike Tapu Koko V. It just says Tapu Koko V. So that I think is the really cool thing that they've done with a couple of these cards um, which more we'll get to later of how, you know, these these cards are getting re- reprint V's into V maxes, but you don't have to use the reprint V. I think yeah. that's really sweet. I think it's nice. And like that creates this interesting possibility in the future if Pokemon chose to, where you could maybe even mix the different V's that you play. Like there might be situational V's that it's like, hey, you know, normally you want to play this V, but maybe if they were to ever do that, I don't know if they think that far ahead, to be honest. But mm-hmm. that would be a nice thing to give your deck a little bit more, a little more strategy in deck building. Gives it a variety. Yeah. Um, Sean, what card are you talking about next? I have I, an eye on a card. And if you don't <laughs> talk about it, I'm going to yell. Are you going to talk about that Yamper? The adorable. I'm going to talk about this Yamper. Okay. Talk about the Yamper. One, it's the cutest card I've ever seen in my entire freaking life. <laughs> But two, it has an ability called Fetch the Ball, 60 HP. Once during your turn, when you play this card from your hand on your bench, you may put one Pokeball, one Great Ball from your discard pile into your hand. Think about we have Scoop Up Net in this format. Think about how we have this card, Durant, that requires more Durants on the field to be able to grab more Durants. Yeah. (laughs) You know, this, this Yamper could, I mean, this could be niche, this could be a one of this could be something in control decks, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's I mean, it's I think it's a cool card. I like that ability. And, you know, there are cards, uh, you know, we don't have Ultra Ball in the format now, but I know in Expanded, there are cards that like, you know, there's a lot of discard in Expanded to go yeah. look, look through your deck. This card might be one of those cards in the future where like you play one or two of them in your deck and then you run like two Pokeballs and two Great Balls, right? Um, just so that like when you use them, 
now you can like throw this amper down to have discard fodder even. Um, yeah. And that's, it's interesting. It's interesting. I do think though, there's too much like consistency and expanded to like validate playing Pokeball. Or oh yeah. Ball. No, I don't think this is an expanded, but I'm saying as a, um, yeah, comparative, like the concept of comboing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, I think this card has potential. I don't think it's going to be like the next, it's going to be included in like the next world championship or whatever, but <laughs> no. it'll, it's a cool card that I think you can play around with and you can, have a good idea of Sean. Go back to your notions of cards. Oh, being okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll 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 go down the list. I'm looking through the psychic ones, and honestly, in um in single strike, I don't think there are any good psychic Pokemon that are basic. Um, I'll I'll touch briefly on Mimikyu. Mimikyu V. The ability is Dummy Doll. You may use this ability once during your turn when you play this card from your hand onto your bench until the end of your opponent's next turn. Prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from your opponent's Pokemon. Um, now, like, this is interesting. It's a good stall card. It would be a better stall card if they didn't reprint Escape Rope and or Boss's Order wasn't in the format. But of course. Because those things now... Because it's not just Boss. Because Escape Rope also now exists... I think it makes Pokemon this Mimikyu. Catcher, great catcher. <laughs> it's just, it's like, I mean, great catcher, you can play around. You just don't build your deck with any GXs, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Pokemon I guess. catcher, it's a coin flip. So, but escape rope is a very easy nullification of this. And I think escape rope is going to start, you know, it's always seen play when it was mm-hmm. in format. And I think that will be the, the case very much so again. And uh, it's just unfortunate that they would print an immediate counter to this ability, you know, like it's just, uh, it's, I feel like you've said that a couple times already, <laughs> right? It's just, I just, I, I understand. I, I'm just, I'm sure Pokemon, they like to print cards, but they also don't like creating situations where people feel like they get locked out of playing the game. So they almost feel obligated to reprint cards that make it easy to get around these. And mm. I think that is, you know, if any of you have seen Celio's networks, uh, Luke's one of his recent videos talking about card design. Um, I, I think that just speaks back to this notion that like skill and high skill play is not the forefront of the Pokemon company's mind when they're designing, not just cards, but when they are putting together sets and releasing them. And I, I just think that uh, this Mimikyu could be really cool. Maybe somebody will build a cool deck, but you know, uh, not not right now. Uh, what do you think, Jake? I just like, you know, I didn't I didn't really think about this Mimikyu at all. And there's just a lot of cards that are like, I just, here's the overall theme, even though they kind of counteract at some points in, in the set. It's like ADP. <laughs> I, I can't unwrap my mind around that single card. It lives rent-free in my head. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only other thing that this card, if you actually look at its attack, it's actually it's kind of interesting. For one psychic energy, you get to put three damage counters on your opponent's active for each prize card your opponent has taken. So if your opponent has taken five prizes, you're putting 15 damage counters on your opponent's active. That is a lot. Um, and if they are not able to get away from this ability, right meaning they mm-hmm. can't move that Pokemon out of the active, they can't do any damage to you. 
Um, so that, and, and you know, and then basically you'd be doing 15 damage counters twice. That's a pretty wild combination if you think about it. So there might be something to this card at some point. I think also it's it's restricted to the active. That's a yeah. killer. You know, if it was like Espeon Deoxys, put the damage counters wherever you want. I mean, that, that would, would be, be a broken. whole different story that we could talk about. <laughs> but it's restricted to the active. If they can't hit you, all they do is just switch Pokemon. And they put something with more than 15 things on it and hope hope that you don't have boss, I guess. Yeah. That's really what it, that's in my mind. That's what that comes down to. And so that's why I don't think the card's any good, like really at all. <laughs> I wonder if this could be good in like Omastar. I mean, that's Probably not. Yeah, I mean, th that, that's a thought though, right? Which is like you're also looking at how do I stop them from using escape? That would be like a that would be like a late game Omastar. Um, would you say it was being paired with Omastar like Tapu Koko? Yeah, yeah. Like you just play like two Aurora energies or something, and then. You go yeah. Guzmahala late game and you go put up the uh, the thingamadoo the Mimikyu. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. This could be, it is an interesting late game attacker. If you have the right energy for it, um, doing, you know, anywhere between, you know, if they're taking four to five prizes, you're doing anywhere between 12 and 15 damage counters on the active on a turn. Um, and the fact that it's only one energy means that it's not like you have to have some insane combo to pull it off. Um, so yeah, it might be an Omastar partner. It may be, um, you know, I, I don't know, but I do think there, there is something to this. I just think that it's going to be a tough one, but I like it. We're not ready for it. Yeah. We're just not ready. We're not ready. Uh, I'll Anyways, move on Sean. to the, I'll move on to the next one. I feel like this, this review is going to take a, a lot of time. So I'll try to power through some of these <laughs> to get to rapid strike. Primeape. This is one that has gotten a lot of hype. Because it is a single prize Pokemon that can do big damage and pairs perfectly with a couple of other cards that exist. This Primeape, it's second attack, which is the one that matters, for two fighting energy, which is the only thing that makes this a little awkward, but we do have Karate Belt. Uh, for two fighting, it does 50 times uh, uh, damage for each of your bench Pokemon with any damage counters. So, particularly good if you want to pair this with um, Don Fan in particular, which will do 120 and does, you know, two damage to all of your bench. So that is a really good combo for this Primeape. Um, you can also pair it with things like Spiritomb. You can make a mix of Don Fan, Spiritomb, Primeape. Who knows? And fighting is such a great um, typing right now with Eternatus and Picaram and all these lightning decks that are good. Uh, so I do think that this Primeape will also see a lot of play alongside Donphan and maybe some other things. I think that there's a couple ways to play it. I think about post-rotation because I don't, I don't really, man, post-rotation is <laughs> okay. going to be such a fun time. You still got but Don I Fan. think about this, what? You got Donphan. Yeah, you have Donphan. I mean, post-rotation, but I'm thinking like Fighting Fury Belt or Karate Belt or whatever. Fighting Fury Belt is an expanded Karate Belt. It's in what Unified Minds, I think. Yeah, or so that'll Clip. rotate. It's a sun and it's a sun and moon set. Yeah. So you're like, okay, are you just gonna spend two turns accelerating energies? Look at the Hound Doom, Sean. If you want to yeah. talk about the Hound Doom in single strike, 
I think this is a card that you could like legitimately pair with a primate. Oh, that's a really no good why. point. And um, to your point, it puts damage counters on it, right? So that helps. Um, you know, I mean, I guess damage counters on it doesn't matter. It's damage counters on your bench, but it can attach the single strike energy, which does 20 more damage as well. So now you're looking it's at 120 HP Pokemon, Sean, think about the format. Do we really think no, that yeah, 100 matter. to 120 is going to matter that much? No, no, definitely not. But the single strike energy, which would, you know, potentially put this at the 270 damage output, maybe mm -hmm. 290 if both of them are single strike energies. Exactly. Um, and then I think there's a, uh, is there a single strike scroll as well that you can attach? Let's see here. It gives uh, you an extra attack, 10 more damage for each damage counter on the Pokemon it is attached to for one single energy that is fighting. So if you've got a Dawn fan hit on this thing, plus you attach one with the Houndoom, that's four damage counters. So now you're doing, what, 10 plus 40, so 50 so you're looking at 340 damage with a stage one Pokemon. And if you're thinking, Jake, you only get Jake, Sean, you're only getting four single strike energies that you can even play in a deck. There's an item card called Vitality Jar coming in battle styles. Choose up to two single strike energy cards from your discard pile. Reveal them. Shuffle them in your deck. You could literally potentially get Houndooms every turn. Yeah. Or use Houndoom's ability every turn, I should say. And that, to your point, it turns it into a single attachment, basically. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's a turn where you can just, like, you can put a Mankey down. You can put two Mankeys down, but you don't have to worry about, like, being behind. As long as you find one energy every turn, because yeah. Houndoom will get the rest. That, yeah, I, I, this, this could be a really, so this is the best card, I think, that we've talked about thus far in terms of Pokemon. Um, uh, thus far, uh, what, what are, you, are you a Yamper fanboy, or do you, you really think Embor is better than it? I don't know. Like Yamper's not better. I really <laughs> like Tapu Koko V Max. It's I mean, good. I think Tapu Koko V Max is something. I mean, I guess if we're talking about post rotation, I um, yeah, probably Primate is the best so far. Um, but like Tapu Koko V Max is like the replacement almost for. Well, with the Mewtwo variants now of Picarum, I don't even know if that's true. Yeah, now. it's. Uh, I, I will say I like Primeape. I think, especially if you're thinking about playing a single strike deck, um, and that you, might be your best one. It's going to be a really good single strike deck, right? And mm -hmm. it's just it. It's your point, Jake. It is so post rotation proof as well that like I just think it gets better over time. It's just one of those decks that like build it now and and watch it get better. I believe we've already had the discussion about the Urshifus, so we don't really, we don't really need to talk about them, do we? Uh, we'll talk we've about, about them for a while. I'm gonna quickly look at if there anything else. Stone Journer is bad. Um, everything else in fighting is bad. The V Max of Single Strike, it does 270 damage, and you discard all energy. Uh, you know, I think mixing that with some of the other damage modifiers. Um, can certainly help it hit the numbers. And from what I've seen, single strike Urshifu seems to be doing okay in Japan. So something to consider, but not my favorite version of Urshifu. Oh, that's oh, just, oh, that's God. just me. And the, the next thing we've already talked about, but we'll briefly talk about it again is the Zubat to Crobat line, which the Golbat lets you draw uh, one when you have draw two, when you evolve it. And the Crobat lets you draw three when you evolve it. So it's a really nice engine, basically. Um, it is not 
a good attacker. So you really want to pair this with like scoop up nets to draw through your deck. But I think it's a nice turbo option if you are trying not to play um, Dedenne's or or Choreo GX's or, right? or Crobats, right? V's, Crobat V, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Is there anything else in single strike? Like we said, there's the Houndoom. Um, so the Houndoom has single strike roar. That's the ability that says once during your turn, you may search your deck for a single strike energy and attach it to one of your single strike Pokemon. Shuffle your deck and put two damage counters on that Pokemon. So I love that this is not a coin flip and it is not a, when you evolve, it's just straight up once per turn. That I think makes this highly playable. Um, and we've already talked about that. So, uh, Yes, Jake. I think Bronzong's kind of cool. Bronzong, yes. move metal energies from one of your Pokemon to another one. It's basically a Weavile, but for metal Pokemon. Luke Metal, Sashian. No, no. ADP, not, probably not ADPZ. There's just not enough cards in the deck, but maybe they just get rid of Crushing Hammers and put a 2-2 Bronzong line. Wow, what an idea, Sean, actually. I mean, if you really want to get nasty, you could put a mixture of different Bronzongs in there. The one that stops all fire type Pokemon as well. Oh, okay. I see. So but you can get real nasty. Two, one, one. So it's like, yeah, you basically just be like, okay, I'm going to play Bronzongs. And if you are not fire type, I'm just going to use this with a supporter that we'll talk about later. And if it is fire type, I'm just going to throw this in the active and, uh, and just wait for you to deck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just wait. Are you oh. playing Mawiles in your uh, list? No. Your Senna Scorch list? <laughs> no? Good. Oh, gosh. That's so gross. Uh, I want to talk about a meme real quick. Licky, licky, triple colorless, licky choice. Your opponent discards the top three cards of their deck. Alternatively, they choose three cards from their hand and discard them instead. Oh, that's I don't nice. know what the Pokemon company does with licky, licky and does this weird crap, but I love it. It's interesting, though, right? Like... That, funny. It, it's an interesting card of like, you know, depending on the game state, if you could build a deck with this and Durant, maybe. Um, and then you also have like Jesse and James where they're like getting rid of their hand all the time. Yeah, they have a five card hand. They have oh. a five card hand go down to zero. Oh, gross. Of turn. Um, Nasty. Outside of that. Uh, yeah, the Stoutland V has an extra prize mechanic does 40 damage and you can take another prize card if it knocks it out, but sorry, bad party. Yeah. That's basically, it exists to be like a bummer to mad party. Um, which is like, uh, I, you know, maybe, I don't know if you would ever play this honestly though. Cause it's three energy to do it. And, uh, you put a one of an 80 PZ. Oh, is I it mean, that bad? I don't think you need it. You don't need it in ADVZ. You'd be what, taking three prizes? Bad? You could literally take five prize cards, Sean. You whack with a Zashian, and then you finish it off with a with a Stoutland V that hits for 70. <laughs> Is it that bad? I mean, I don't think it, I don't think people are gonna play that. You literally take five prizes in a turn, Sean. But five isn't six. Stupid. And unless you're taking six, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's my that's my thoughts on that. But I do think there's something to your point because you have powerful colorless energy too. So you you can. I just think ADP is a stupid card. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're getting to the trainers now in single strike, and then Jake, you will take the reins to walk us through rapid strike. Escape rope is being reprinted. If you are newish to the game and you don't know what that means. 
Both players switch their active with one of their benched. Uh, the opponent switches first. Um, and, you know, both you and your opponent get to choose, but you get to wait to see what your opponent brings up. Uh, Vitality Jar, uh, you mentioned this earlier, Jake. Choose up to two single-strike energy cards from your discard. Shuffle them back into your deck. You have Camping Gear. If you play this card, your turn ends. Search your deck for a card, put it into your hand. This is not a bad card, honestly. Um, think of it like Reset an item-based... Marnie in the format? Trash. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, you know, in a world maybe in the future where you've got Shiftery in the active, I don't know. But it's like a nice item John, version of Stephen's Resolve. Please, please. I don't know. Please. I'm trying to make things seem better than they are. The single strike raging scroll is actually good though, um, because it is it gives you an attack for. Oh, actually, this does not. Okay, correction it's, on the fly. It does not affect the primate. It gives you a secondary attack. Yeah, I was incorrect. So this would be good in um, Urshifu though, because you could hit with the Urshifu once. And then attach this after you got hit and just with one energy uh, do some extra damage. Yeah, because you're going to discard all your energy. <laughs> exactly. You need it. So, <laughs> um, but, and then, oh, EXP share is coming back as well. Um, so when the ac card. active is knocked out from damage by, by damage from an opponent's attack, you may move one basic energy from the that Pokemon to the Pokemon this card is attached to. So, it's it's a nice way of, um, you know, to the point we were talking about earlier, you don't lose all of your energy when something gets knocked out, which is really good in certain decks. I think um, I'm thinking about Dragapult, VMAX, Eternatus, any of those decks that rely on manual attachments. Yeah, but, and it's like it's a two energy attacker. You yeah. Know? So really good, I think, for those types of decks. Um, you got Bruno, which is shuffle your hand into your deck, draw four. But if something was knocked out, you draw seven. Eh. I don't, I don't think that's too bad. I mean, it's it's a little bit more situational, but it's all right. It's like for a single prize deck, I don't think it's too bad. Yeah, for a single prize deck, I think you're right. Like this is a good Cynthia replacement in single prizers. Because mm -hmm. um, I mean, you're a single prizer. You're a small squishy 120, probably HP. You know, you're that's seven cards that you can draw. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And you don't have to discard all those pieces that you probably need in a single prizer deck. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't have to play a Dedenne every turn. You don't have to play Crobat. You don't have to research everything. You don't have to research your 10 fire crystals. <laughs> That's a good point. I, I think, like, I'm not saying that this is something Blacephalon wants to play, but, you know, if you get your Blacephalon knocked out and you're like, oh, crap, I don't want to discard a few of these cards here. That's actually pretty good. Um, a couple of other supporters here, uh, Phoebe, uh, you know, I, I know a few people don't like this, but the damage from your, the attacks of your Pokemon VMAX aren't affected by any effects on your opponent's active. So basically if you play a Phoebe, you can hit right through that Zamazenta. You can hit Thank right. God. You can hit right through that Decidueye or that Obstagoon or whatever. Um, that is disgusting. Especially uh, with Eldegoss in the format. Yeah, so you can you could do this several times, and now the only saving grace of this card is that there is no easy way to search it out from the deck. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the only thing that makes this, you know, somewhat fair is that we don't have a format it's with Tapu Lele. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that was a joke. Oh, okay. I, I Misty's favor. 
Oh, Lord. Uh, I can play it in my slow duck deck. That gives me life. <laughs> um, the only other supporter, and this is what we talked about uh, cheating things out, is Mustard Single Strike Stance. So you can only play this card if it's the last card in your hand. So very situational. But if you do play it, you get to search your deck for a single strike Pokemon and put it onto your bench. And then you draw five on top of that. So this is great. You can cheat out your Urshifu VMAX if you want. But for me, this is all about cheating out that Embor. It's a stage two that you don't have to have any of the pre-evolutions for. You can straight up put it onto your bench and you draw five cards after that. That's pretty disgusting. Um, I just want to. I just want to hear the Pokemon Company. <laughs> <laughs> Maxi's hidden ball trick. Uh, Archie's ace in the hole. I'm pretty sure isn't Maxi's hidden ball trick banned. I don't know. You would know better than I on some of that stuff. Um, but Archie's isn't banned. But I know. Yeah, I do know that. But one thing is that. Both of those cards, yeah, Maxi's Hidden Ball Trick was banned and expanded because, holy crap, those cards are good. Especially because in a format like Expanded, at least, you have all these, like, discarding effects and stuff, and you can manipulate your discard with, like, executes and things like that. It's not that hard to get a turn one mustard single strike stance. Plus, after that, you get to draw five cards. And you know what's even better about this card, Sean? What's that? With Archie's and Maxi's... Those Pokemon had to be in the discard pile that you could put on your bench. Yeah. This, don't worry about putting it in the discard pile. You just get it in your deck. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, that's, that's, I think, what makes this particularly good with the M4. <laughs> yeah. Is it's like, you know, early, it's an early game card. So, like, for single strike, it prioritizes, like, you know, getting out early, doing a lot of damage early. And, uh, yeah, I think that's really nice. You could even see it's one of the, it's kind of one of those things too, though. If you don't get it when you're trying to get it, you're screwed. You're, oh, you yeah. lose. Well, I mean, if you if you played around this, if that's the only you know, if that's your only supporter in hand, but say you've got two cards and you can't play one down, that really sucks. Honestly, that's yeah, pretty, <laughs> that's pretty awful. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the concept of this though. Um, outside of that, there's Tower of Darkness. You can discard a single strike card and draw two. It's a stadium. And then finally, we have the single strike energy that I mentioned before. It can provide a darkness and a fighting energy, but only one of those at a time. And uh, the Pokemon it's attached to does 20 more damage. All right, Jake, I will hand it over to you now to take through, take us through some rapid strike. I'm going to go through this a little bit faster than Sean, because Sean talks a lot. <laughs> Sean a is lot. a blabbermouth. I'm just kidding. That's not true. Anyways, we'll start with Cricketune V, because I think Cricketune V is kind of interesting. Stage L, uh, stage L, Elation. Elation, yeah. Think. Okay, that's the like ability. Happiness. Words are hard. Once during your turn, you may draw cards until you have three in your hand. Basically being like an um, obstructor rank or instruct, instruct, instructor yes. rangaroo, which is a very good card for those of you that don't know those printed in Sun and Moon base set. But if the Pokemon's in your active spot, you may draw until you have four cards in your hand. Can't use the ability if you've used another stage Elation this turn. Basically saying... That you can only use it one time per turn, which I... Is that the same as a Ranguru? Uh, I don't know if Instruct was a once per turn. I don't think so, but... Either I, ways, yeah. it's basically an Instructability on a V, yes. which is kind of interesting. I mean, I don't know how many times in this uh, in this era... 
that we're in right now that you have like such a small hand and you want to have a small hand. So, um, but I guess like if you if you have a deck that constantly gets in that situation, or maybe here's a combo idea, Sean, trying to hit that mustard, trying to hit that mustard on your hot dog, you know, that <laughs> mustard single strike stance. You got to have one card left. You're like, man, I've got two cards in my hand. Maybe this one that I draw is a quick ball. Yeah, you know about for a Pokemon that I can put on my bench and then put a thing on. You know that's a that's a legitimate reason to play this card in my opinion. If your deck revolves around this, I think you know what another good uh, combo for this is. It's Rose, because um, I oh, think yeah. for a long time people like if you play Rose, you're like, well, what are you doing playing Rose Tower? Like, how are you drawing out of this? You have to play Rose with Silvalli GX, but this isn't mm-hmm. an evolution, right? So. You could just you have it on your bench. Yeah, it gives up two prizes, but it's less complicated. And you will draw three after you rose, which is really good. Um, so I think this also helps rose quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, you think about... I mean, you can accelerate energies too on a VMAX. There's your... There's our Shifu right there. Yeah. You know, you... This is, this is getting way too into the comboing, Sean, but... <laughs> or actually, maybe even not. So like you... You get your Urshifu VMAX, you do the rose, you attach for turn, and you put a Fighting Fury belt on. Bam. There you go. There's your attack. In All on one, one turn. turn. Well, technically two turns because you have to evolve, but yeah, true. you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You get what I mean. But I like it. We've I talked like about it. the... Well, what? No, I say I like it. Keep going. I think it's kind of cheeky. I like the Cricket Tune. It's not like great, but it's it's pretty cool. I think it'll see play. We've talked about the stage one Cherum that is basically Deluge Blast Toys. Attach one Grass Energy card from your hand to one of your Pokemon, except a Pokemon with a Rule Box. Rule Box being a, I think it was a V, a GX, EX, VMAX, any of those types. Yeah, think of any any two prizer, basically. Two or three prizer. Does that involve Prism Stars? Um, that's a good question. I actually Just, don't know the. I don't know if that. I think that involves a rule box. If I had to take a guess, we'll have to get the official will post, um, ruling. But uh, I'm pretty sure any card that is not a regular Pokemon card in terms of its um how it's played. So like Prism Stars, you can only play one Prism Star per game. Yeah, I'm sorry, exactly. one of this specific Prism Star card per game. Um, in, in comparison to like rapid strike or single strike where it's like you play as many rapid strikes, single strikes up to that four, mm-hmm. you know, it, there's no, there's no real limitations aside from the cards that it can interact with. So yep. like any rapid strike or single strike card, I don't think is a rule box, but I think like a prism star would be. That's but, a good point. I haven't heard anybody talk about that because it, it makes it, it matters for things like, especially shaman right now. Yeah. Shaman is a good one. Now, Shaman only needs two energy on itself. It, it, the rest of it can be on whatever. But it, it's important to, I think, keep in mind. Yeah. But the the attack gets bigger with the more energies that are everywhere else. Yes. Right? But like you that's just attach it Shaman. to a bunch of other random Pokemon on your bench. Yeah. Um, that's but, that's kind of a cool thing, in my opinion. Yeah. One of the cards that I talked about where the V is getting a reprint, but also getting a new VMAX is Victini. Victini B, Victini B. Uh, we're getting B cards now, Sean. They're they're bumblebees. They're all red and black striped, and <laughs> or I'm sorry, yellow and black striped. I ruined my own joke. Soiled it. 
One fire energy V bullet, 10 plus damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is a V Pokemon, it does 50 more damage. Eh, not great. Eh. Fireless or fireless fire and colorless flare shot 120 discard all energy from this Pokemon. I, this Victini art is quite possibly some of the best V art that we've ever seen in, in the Storm Shield era. I will die on this hill on that fact. This is quite this is the best V art. I'm not going to lie. Down. I want this in a shiny. I pulled this in Japanese today on stream. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Oh, it's a beautiful you, looking card. I'll be interested to see too if they make some form of this art as the full art. Like, oh God, it'd be so gorgeous. I mean, they do have a full art of this Victini V. Oh, I, I, I actually, it. fun fact, if anybody on this podcast has done this before, please let me know in a tweet or tweet at the Metapod. But in my booster box that I opened, I pulled a Victini V. I pulled a Victini V full art. Beautiful card. I pulled a Victini V Max and I pulled a Rainbow Victini V Max oh all my. in the same box. <laughs> I pulled every single Victini art in the same box. I've never seen that before. I think uh, Max Lowe said that he did that with Gardevoir V, but that doesn't count because there's no booster boxes of yeah, Champions, it's Champions Path. Path. And so, Eugenius, unless you literally got all four in a Champions Path ETB, which I, I applaud you at that point. <laughs> I wild. applaud you at that point because that's even better of an accomplishment. But that's kind of something that I've never seen before. I've I've done three. I did Togekiss V, Full Art V, and V Max Rainbow in a Vivid Voltage box, but I I didn't get all four. Yeah, quite phenomenal. Anyways, the point of the point of this conversation being this new V sucks. <laughs> the old V is better. Play the old V if you want to play the V Max as well. Victini V Max three ten HP Fire Pokemon. For colorless spreading flames, attach three fire energies from your discard pile to your Pokemon in any way you'd like. Pretty sure that's like that's kind of just like the regular one. That's like the, the that's the same, basically the same attack as the original V. <laughs> Except yeah. it's on a VMAX, so maybe you don't get blown up the turn after you do this. I just it's it's like Really, we couldn't think of like any. It's like we're, they're looking around the table and they're like, we can't think of anything for Victini V. Like, what do we do? They're like, uh, what if we literally have the same attack? It's not the the V. The V, if you recall, is three energies as well. It's not two. It's threes. It's the same attack, except it's a colorless. The Victini. No, the Victini V is also colorless. Never mind. It's, you know what I'll say, though? But, I will. I will say this. I actually think that there's something. I, I just thought of this combo. There's a supporter that we'll we'll talk about. It's Cheryl. Uh, it heals all the damage done to your Pokemon, but you discard all the energy from it, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine you know. Imagine a world where we don't have Volcanion anymore, and the question is, how do I power up my Scorch or how do I power up any other big fire dude? Um, you don't have Welder anymore. That's the problem. Well, but you don't need it, right? Like this is you attach one energy that you don't care if you lose it. Uh, and then you can attach three to something on your bench. Uh, and very few things are going to hit for 310, right? And then on your next turn, you just heal all the damage. Uh, you retreat it with an air balloon. And bada bing, bada boom. You got Bada a, bing, bada boom. I don't know. There's something to that. There's something to it. Fire and colorless. The second attack, victory max, 100 plus damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon is a V Pokemon, this attack does 120 more damage. So basically... 
it's like the new V's um, first attack, but costs one more energy, does more damage. 240 or 220, not very good. No. I, d I don't see this Victini VMAX being played. It's cool. Maybe in your Senescorch cheekiness, possibly. <laughs> I mean, probably a not. A lot of three prizes running around, Sean, though. Yeah, I. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, but you know, I, yeah, there's just there's not enough flexibility here, um, in terms of what you can do with it. Now, the only thing that you could think of, right, is if you're already running Victini V, and maybe it's a situational kind of like decks that had more Pico, and then they had, went into a more Pico V Max. Um, mm -hmm. just because like it was that one turn that they had to do something and survive or whatever. That's, that's how I'm seeing this one though. I want to talk about Kingdra, a stage two, 150 HP water Pokemon. You may know Kingdra. It's been around for a while. Ability Lord of the ocean depths. What a ability name, Sean. Yeah. When your active Pokemon is knocked out by damage from it, it's a, from an opponent's attack, you may choose any number of water energy attached to that Pokemon and move them to this Pokemon. Especially with something like Frostmoth, you know, you're able to get all these energies onto the bench. You bring them up if it just gets bopped, knocked out. I don't know. Does Kingdra have a little bit of viability? You could even string Kingdras if you have stage twos. Yeah. You get your rare candies going and stuff like that and you only really need a frost moth at the beginning i think that sudden, i think this pairs actually very nicely with lapras vmax it could yeah a lapras vmax you get a lot of energies on that that goes down um and to my knowledge i mean it'd be really hard to set up two kingdras on the field but yeah. let's hypothetically say you just popped off and you got two kingdras on the field along with your frost moths and Lapras VMAX, man, what a format that would be if you could do that. <laughs> stage ones and stage twos living together. Yeah. Let's just say, hypothetically, you got two Kingdras and your Lapras that has six energies on it gets knocked out. You can move three and three. Like, that's not, yeah. that's not terrible. Well, um, but and I mean, then you... Aqua Burst, its attack with for one water energy, 40 times the amount of water energy to attach to a Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a stage two, which sucks, but it's like it's got a really cool ability and it's attack pairs well with it. I think honestly, like this actually is, I think, a really good combo with Lapras um, to the point that we were talking about. Is it consistent? Probably not. But oh. if you can pull it off, if you can pull it off, I think that that's one of the problems with Lapras is like when you load one big Lapras up, right? And then you hit and it goes down. The problem you run into is, okay, well, what's my follow-up? Like, yeah, sure, maybe I have Frostmoth. Um, but if your opponent's smart and they get rid of Frostmoth before they knock out your Lapras, and then you're just sitting there like, I have no response Pokemon. At least with this, it's another attacker that if you get, like, to your point, six, seven energy, now all of a sudden you've got a Kingdra that's doing 240, 280, maybe more damage. That's wild. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's there's something to that. There's something to that. I will talk about this next card, mostly because it's a pre-evolution to a card that is actually good. Um, but Remoraid is the best art in this set. I will die on this hill, hands down. I will get this card, PSA 10. Uh, Haigon Osuke. I, I'm sorry, I've destroyed your name. But this is a beautiful card. I pulled this card, and I immediately sleeved it because 
Oh my god, this if you haven't seen this Remoraid, you have to see this Remoraid. It's the cute I, I love Remoraid now. That's the thing. I love Remoraid, Sean. <laughs> it is very good art. It's very, very good art. But Octillery is a very good card along with a pretty good art as well. Rapid Strike Octillery has the ability Rapid Strike Search. Once during your turn, you may search your card for a Rapid Strike card, reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle your deck. You cannot use more than one Rapid Strike ability each turn, so you can't stack these. But think about every single turn you have this on the field, you get to grab a Rapid Strike card that you need and just put it in your hand. That's yeah. kind of nice. That's very, very consistent in my opinion. Um, I feel like this... There was a pairing of this with something else that like shuffled itself back into the deck. But I can't remember if that was maybe a mistranslation early on or or what. I don't know. No, I, I think it was a mistranslation or something. Or my, my I mean, brain. Think about just... this. You have you have so much flexibility, right? You can get the mustard rapid strike dance, which is basically the same as the other mustard card. You can get another supporter, Karina, which we'll talk about here in a sec. You can get the Rapid Strike Scroll. Yeah. Right. We talked about how good the uh, the fighting, the single strike scroll was. There's a Rapid Strike Scroll as well. You can grab the energy that's coming in this, which is pretty good. We'll talk about here in a sec. Like there's a lot of there's I mean, it's just flexible. Like I said, you can grab an evolution. You can grab your Urshifu VMAX. Yeah, it's a really good consistency card for Rapid Strike decks. Yeah, it's it's just so flexible. There's no limitations aside from that. It has to be a rapid strike card. And there's going to be, again, like we said earlier, more rapid strike and single strike cards that are going to be printed in the next set or two that it's I think this artillery is going to be really good. I don't know why artillery is like always a good card, but it's always a good card, <laughs> you know? All right. What's the next what's the next card in the lot? I guess I'll talk about Empoleon V because I think it's really interesting, mostly because it introduced us to the idea of rule boxes. You know, I believe we talked about this um, several weeks ago when this card was announced, but Emperor's Eyes, Empoleon V, 210, Water Pokemon, Rapid Strike. The ability is Emperor Eyes. As long as this Pokemon is in the active spot, your opponent's basic Pokemon in play have no abilities except for a Pokemon with a rule box. And then it gives the definitions. V's, GX's, etc. have rule boxes. Now, we're still getting word on the Prism Star, but I think that's kind of interesting. You stop these other Pokemon like Octillery. You stop these other Pokemon like, well, just kidding. They're not basics. Anyways, yeah, it's like, you stop other Pokemon though. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one, right? Like what other, it's a basic Pokemon that have abilities, right? And like, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's some of them out there, like in play. Um, would this stop, you know? Oh, well, but all the two prizers, it doesn't affect. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Like, how many single prizers with abilities are really that viable? I don't know. Uh, zero. And this has to be in the active. So, I, I don't know. It's. I mean, if you're stopping single prize Pokemon, you're 130 with water, colorless, colorless, is probably knocking out Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So. so there's that. I mean, you could also have some sort of damage modifier. I don't know. You have a Vitality Band hit 140. That knocks out a bunch of other Pokemon. Yeah. There's there's some things about it. It's not great. It's not bad. Yeah. I think maybe there's a plan for it or like there's a thought behind it that makes it better than what we see today. Mm-hmm. This card that I'm thinking of, combination with 
Dragapult VMAX is Necrozma V. I'm really thinking about its first attack. One Psychic, Prism Ray, 20 damage. This attack does 20 damage to two of your opponent's bench Pokemon. So you're doing 20 damage to three different Pokemon. You or, know, you got Dragapult VMAX. Or 50 you know, spreading to two of them. Say that again. Or 50 to two of them. And 20 to the active. With the uh, tool oh, card. with the telescopic sight, yes. Yeah. I didn't even think about that card. So that's even better if you have like GXs and stuff. So that's, I mean, this could be a card that's definitely paired up with Dragapult. I don't know if you really see it anywhere else. But it's something to think about. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's. I think it's an interesting one of or two of in a deck as like a cleanup, right? Like, yeah, if you can, you know, math your way into this, then it could be anything really that anything that is spread related, you yes. know, maybe, I mean, we've seen some orbitals with the, uh, with the, whatchamacallit, the orbitals with the Aurora energies. Yeah. Um, I know the orbitals going around like LDF was, uh, did really well with an orbital list. And now, uh, Noah or Nallerton on Twitter did really well at a Charizard Cup with the same Orbital list. Um, not playing Aurora's, but you never know when we get to a point in the meta where, you know, maybe maybe you do pair Aurora's with Orbital. It's only a two energy attacker. Yeah. All right. I'm scrolling <laughs> down to some of these more cards. We got Urshifu VMAX here. The V. Strafe 30, switch this Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon, one fighting energy. We've seen this before, seen this. 100 blows, uh, or 100 furious blows, 150 damage, fighting, fighting, colorless. It's a two retreat cost, 220 fighting Pokemon. The Rapid Strike Urshifu VMAX, 330 HP fighting, one energy, Gale Thrust, 30 plus. This Pokemon moved from your bench to the active spot this turn. This attack does 120 more damage. 150 with a lot of switching effects in the format yep. for one energy. That's all right. That's not yeah. bad at all. That's pretty good. 150. You think about it hitting for weakness on certain things. You think um, about maybe doing more damage somehow, some way. Yeah, you throw a Leon in there. Now you're doing one. Is it 180 before weakness or is it? I think we talked about this before. It's 180 <laughs> before weakness. Yeah. So then there you go. Knocks out anything with weakness. Knocks out and then fighting, fighting, colorless, G-Max, rapid flow, discard all energy from this Pokemon, and it does 120 damage to two of your opponent's Pokemon. 120 to two Pokemon is pretty nice. Yeah. I like that. It's pretty good. Um, I don't... I, uh, it's good. Like, uh, I just... It's very It's very niche. It, it'll bop Pikaram. It'll bop... Eternatus, but once Picarom rotates, all you're really worried about is Eternatus, and is Eternatus going to be played that much to where like uh, yeah. you have this soul deck that will? I don't know. Maybe maybe a bunch of one prizes come in and G Max Rapid Flow is busted. Maybe I, there's. I do I don't think know. about this actually. The G Max Rapid Flow. Think about the Tapu Koko V Max Ammonite Amastar combo. I don't know how much HP Omastar has, but this could make that pretty difficult. Um, because, like, you know, if you get out of that paralysis, you know, in any, any way, if you have a turn away from it and you can just knock out the Omastar, um, because you have that massive bench damage, um, that's that's pretty big. I, I don't know. It's a. I mean, this knocks out most bench-sitting one-prize Pokemon. 
Yeah, although almost and it'll be shot the two prizes. It's like t it's kind of a stage two though, so it might be like one thirty HP or something weird like that. Yeah, it might. But then you could just put a telescopic sight, uh, assuming well, that you do that like before the item lock. You know, telescopic uh, sight only works on uh, V's and G GX's. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So you do that's have that. Right. The, you do have that weird ten damage to consider, but. Yeah, I mean, look. Vitality ban. <laughs> yeah, I Vitality ban did see play for a little bit. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Did see play for a little bit. You know what else is going to see play for a little bit, Sean? What? You were supposed to take a little bit longer before you said what. Uh, sorry, sorry. I'm, hold on. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. And does it start with a Corv and end with a Knight? Uh... No, but we can talk about Corvid. Corvid IV Max Metal 320 HP Luster Body. Prevent all effects of your opponent's abilities done to this Pokemon. Abilities that affect your opponent's Pokemon? Um, I don't believe this is Zamazenta, right? No. Because uh, Zamazenta is an effect on itself. Yes. Yes. This would it's be like a. Uh, um, this would be this would be like a Garboder. Yes. Let's say that tries to poison you and you're Slowbro like, v. sorry. Yep. Slowbro Can't V, that, Garboder, um, Zigzagoon. It would stop that. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, look, there's something something to this. I know people have talked about this. Is like, you know, I think there's enough good metal type Pokemon out that I think like between this and the supporter we're going to talk about and Aegislash VMAX and Kaparaja VMAX and... Yeah, I mean, Kaparaja, the whole reason that Kaparaja hasn't played been played is there's just too many decent metal Pokemon. Yeah, but now you have the Bronzong, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that was another reason, right? It's just, it's four energy requirements. It's a lot. Uh, but now you have Bronzong. Now you have this supporter that we'll talk about in a second. It's just, you know, you start thinking, like, okay, maybe there's like a, a metal box deck that you think about in the future. I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's a reason to play some of these over the others, to be honest. That's maybe the problem is that all the metal VMAXs are kind of samey with the exception of, um, Aegis slash VMAX, which is kind of interesting, but yeah, I'll move into the items now though. Billowing fan rapid strike item card, return a special energy from one of your opponent's Pokemon to the bottom of your opponent's deck. God, I want control back so bad. <laughs> I want control. <laughs> I like read this card and I was like, give me control back. <laughs> this is good. This I is mean, sweet. yeah, if you're not playing Giratina or uh, if it, when it rotates, this is pretty good. I mean, they're introducing two new styles, we'll say rapid strike style and single strike style that both have the special energies that are both really good special energies, Sean. Yes. So like just getting rid of those, it doesn't discard it, but putting it at the bottom of your deck, like... Who's honestly playing Ingo and Emmett right now? Well, how many people are playing Ingo and Emmett? Important point with the with the single strike though is you do have that Houndoom. Yeah, so he put true. it at the bottom, and then Houndoom just says like, "I, right, I'm a, give me a but second. Even then, even then, still like you're still putting it off of the Pokemon, and so like That's you're true. not only stalling out a little bit, but you're still adding damage counters to that to that Pokemon. That's very true. That they just yeah. keep attaching to. Yeah, I think this true. card is cool. I like this card. You know what else is cool, Sean? I don't energy recycler. This is a reprint. Shuffle five basic energy cards from your discard pile to your deck. Seen this? It was played. I believe it was in Celestial Storm. 
Uh, yeah, I can't remember if that was the last. Yeah, it might have been like a secret rare in there or something like that, and that's why it was still playable in the post pre rotation, like before the last rotation. I, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was available before last rotation because I feel yes. like I played it in a deck or two, and it's yeah, a it was cool in card. The, it was in the Rowlet Rillaboom style decks usually. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? A card I'm really excited about, Sean. <laughs> I think I know. But go, go for it. Level ball. You Level called ball's it. Coming in. What? You called it. Yeah, I did. Who said when Ball Guy Full Art was announced? I was like, look at these, look at these Pokeballs, Sean. Look at this balls. Look at these, look at these balls. Look at these on balls. This <laughs> <laughs> you got Pokeball. You got Quick Ball. You got Great Ball. I was like, these are all standard cards, Sean. Look at this one Pokeball here that's not a card right now. What is that, Sean? <laughs> level Ball, baby. I said it. Oh. Level Ball's getting a reprint. I said it. You heard it here first. I'm the greatest of all time. Drop mic. <laughs> I'll be excited to see what decks this makes it in because Level Ball lets you go search your deck for a uh, Pokemon with 90 HP or less, which, you know, interesting number. I, I don't know... They certainly were thinking about certain Pokemon that they don't want accessible. So I'll be interested to see like what that means in terms of the cutoff. Like, right? Like you can't. Go I mean, get here's the thing. Here's the thing. Level ball has been a card before, and it's always been a 90 HP Pokemon. Huh. The difference is 90 HP is not the same as what it used to be, Sean. So does that make it inherently worse now than what it was before, I guess? I think it is like inherently worse just for that reason, but it's not a significant enough worse to make a difference. Cause if you think about a lot of the cards, like if you play like a single prize deck and you think about like level ball was really good for two things. One Durant, which by the way, Durant in battle styles is going to be a 90 HP Pokemon. Remember go. that Sean, but also it was great for like evolution decks. So you look at a lot of evolutions in the format or just in any of the card games, especially when you talk about like stage twos, like level ball is it can grab any of those. It can grab most basics from stage one and stage twos. Yeah. So I think any evolution deck is going to play this card. Yeah, I mean, Mad Party I, probably loves this card, right? Oh, my God. Mad Party salivates at the idea <laughs> of this card. They don't have to play Pokeball anymore. Yeah, they don't have to right, play to get the to get those Pokemon. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's almost the best Pokeball search in your deck because you can go get almost anything, except yep. for maybe Galarian Mister Rhyme. I think. Uh, is anybody really playing that, Sean? Well, no, no, because you it's you it's this. Oh well, right? okay, yeah, that's the that's the evolution. I'm yeah. sorry, I thought you were talking about Mister Mime. Oh no, not no. Mister Rhyme. I was like, hey, I heard about that at one point to just beat Santa Scorch, but I was like, is that really working? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, um, rapid strike scroll. We talked about the other scroll, so we might as well talk about this one. It is a rapid strike tool that, uh, la, 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 I can't read. It gives you another um, attack. Yeah. It gives you another attack. I was like, my brain just like melted <laughs> fighting colorless, colorless whirlpool dreams. Stack does 30 damage to each of your opponent's Pokemon. Again, pushing the idea of spread. Yeah. With the, uh, with the Urshifu VMAX. You know, we talked about the 120, 120. This is still three energies, though. It's a lot of energies. We'll talk about here in a second how it's not necessarily three energies, but it's still three, right? Like the the great thing about the other tool and why I think it's honestly better than the how a single strike tool is better than rapid strike tool is that single strike tool 
has the ability of just one energy on a big Pokemon to do a lot more damage than like what potentially the rapid strike stroll could do. Yeah. Um, although it is spread. Yeah. I don't know. I think Pokemon are just too big for like spread to really be something that we want it to be like wheezing yeah. back in like two rotations ago, back before Henry brand won worlds, you know, th- that, that type of spread doesn't like exist anymore. Like flying flip Coco just doesn't exist anymore. I mean, so I, I don't think this. I, I don't think this card works. I personally, I, as somebody who has enjoyed playing Krabby and Weezing recently in standard, okay. I would agree though that it's not as good uh, as it used to be. And the problem with this is thirty is thirty to everything is not bad. But what makes spread good with the HP levels that we have is when you add on the tool card that gives you an extra thirty to V's and GX's. Mm-hmm. But you can't have two tools attached, so yeah, it's a little limiting in that respect. It's it's just interesting. Tool Jammer is coming back. We saw that in uh oh god, what what card was that? Was that like plasma? I have no clue. <laughs> um it's not the same as it's not the same name. It's a it's a completely different name. But there was a, like a plasma card had like the red like plasma stamp thing on it that was like you could attach it to your opponent's Pokémon and they couldn't play tool cards. It's mm-hmm. that same concept. Um, attach a tool card to one of your Pokemon that doesn't already have a tool attached to it. As long as the Pokemon that this card is attached to is in the active spot, tool cards attached to your opponent's active Pokemon have no effect. So it's almost the same. It just kind of negates the opponent's tool. Um, I guess if they're threatening you with like the Urshifu scroll or an EXP share or whatever, but it's not that great. Not that great at all. Karina's motivation. Move it on to the uh, the supporters. Draw cards until you have six in your hand. Boop. I mean, it's not horrible. It's not great. <laughs> I mean, I like, don't really see it being played. You have this in your hand. Unless it's the last card in your hand, it is a worse Marnie. <laughs> if you have one card in your hand, it is literally worse Marnie. Mustard Rapid Strike Stance. We talked about the uh, the single strike one. It's basically the same thing except a Rapid Strike Pokemon. Still from the think discard. it's probably broken some way. It's from the discard too. That's an important point of difference. Although the thing is, um, yeah, it's from the discard. That's Yeah, that's something that I forgot to bring up. So it's basically like Archie's. Mm-hmm. It has become Archie's. That's the thing. Cheryl. Sean was talking about this card earlier. Supporter, heal all damage from each of your evolution Pokemon. Then discard all energy attached to the Pokemon you healed in this way. This You can somehow recycle energies. Or if you have that Bronzong, this is what people are talking about, right? Like, just move all of your metal energy onto Bronzong, right? Heal Mm -hmm. all of your VMAXs. Move all the energy back. It's disgusting. It is. Uh, uh, Hell, 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 (laughs) hell. I mean, like, you talk about Luke Metal not needing more help. (laughs) Luke Metal's not an evolution Pokemon. Uh, Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. So, but but people were talking about, like, Copperaja VMAX, I guess. Yes. Copperaja, Corviknight, that type of deal, for sure. Just Tower of Mm. Waters, trainer card, tower. Retreat cost of Rapid Strike Pokemon in play is two colorless less. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not you bad. Look at, you look at the color, or I'm sorry, the Rapid Strike Pokemon Urshifu VMAX. Two colorless energies needed to retreat. Empoleon, two colorless energies. Octillery, two 
colorless energies. Basically, could give a lot of almost all your Pokemon free retreat. Corviknight, VMAX has free retreat already, so who <laughs> cares? What could be an interesting? I think this stadium is valid, is as somewhat a value if you're playing a rapid strike deck. Yeah, I, I mean, rapid like the question is energy. what other what other stadium are you playing, right? So if you don't know, then just just play this. Yeah, just play that. I mean, it's it's easier than finding an air balloon. I feel like because yeah. you have well, Guzmahala finds the air balloon. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. While Rapid Strike Energy, the last card that we'll talk about today, Special Energy, this card can only be attached to Rapid Strike Pokemon. When attached, it provides a water and fighting energy, or it provides water and fighting energy at the same time, but provides only two energy at a time. So, this is what I was talking about earlier with Urshifu, that if you've got like a Fighting Fury Belt or something, Attach the Fighting Fury Belt. Attach this double energy thing. You you get rid of one of the Fighting Energies with the with the uh, Karate Belt. You've got a Fighting and Colorless left to fulfill. There's those two energies right there. Boom! You can just do 120, 120. Yeah, and then you discard Not it. Terrible. All. <laughs> then you what? Then you discard it all. Yeah, then you discard it all. But then I mean I don't know. Maybe you can yeah. get it back somehow, some way in the future. I don't know. That's true. But uh, I mean, I, I still I like do, the rapid strike concepts better, personally. I do. I, I kind of like single strike more because it does more damage. I don't know. I like look at Urshifu and Urshifu um, has that like cap at that point of 270, yeah. which is a lot. I mean, you're discarding all the energy, but you're doing a bajillion damage. But it's just far away. It's just too far from something like a Senescorch, from something like uh, a Corviknight. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of modifiers that you can use, whether that's Embor, whether that's that single strike energy card. In the Houndoom, you could do 40 damage. You could do 40 extra damage from just the energies alone. 70 damage with an Embor. Now, granted, that's saying that you have an Embor and a uh, Houndoom. Houndoom, which is probably going to be tough, but the, uh, it's that's the same thing that I'm thinking of, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's look, a lot of damage. Yeah, I, I think that that one has a lot of potential to be that one hit Oko thing. Um, and then the thing you have to just you have to discard all the energy anyways, right? So yeah, which depending is tough. on it's it's tough, but depending on the situation at hand, you're discarding all your energy. So why not just play Cheryl the next turn anyways? Once you get hit, nobody's knocking you out probably. Mm -hmm. so you know attach an energy cheryl or, or cheryl first then attach the energy because you only have one attachment per turn you know then you hound doom and then you're gonna get hit again but now on the following turn you're threatening uh, you know 270 plus again um and so you know it's I, I do think there are some really nice combos and situations for that too so sean what do you think is better Personally? single strike set or rapid strike set Oh man, I I think single strike a, throwing you on a uh, yeah. I I think on the spot. I think single strike has the better. We're all getting them in the same box. Doesn't matter. But I think yeah. that single strike has the better cards as a whole. Um, the energy giving you more damage is good. Um, the Houndoom that lets you attach things with the ability is particularly good. That's energy acceleration, right? Um, mm -hmm. The Embor that gives you 30 damage modifiers, also very good. 
the tool that gives you a different attack for one energy, really good. So there's just so much I think that single strike gets um, that I think as a whole, I think that battle style has more support or better support, I should say, in battle styles. But I personally think rapid strike has more potential if it's given the right cards long-term. I was going to say the same thing. I think single strike is the better set right now, but I think rapid strike, that style has the ability. Like I, here's my prediction next set, next set that we get the rapid and single strikes. I think rapid strike will say is the better of the two. And I think they'll be, I think they'll end up being pretty evened out in terms of position in the, in the format, but that's just my opinion. You could take it with a grain of salt. I would trust Sean's opinion, but Sean has some exciting stuff that you really need to listen to. Well, I will say this quickly because I know we've gone very, very long today. That's Um, okay. We're back. We're back. We had a lot to say. Uh, But if you saw on Twitter, on the Metapod Twitter, if you haven't, go go follow us on Twitter. Metapod, uh, at Metapod TCG, I think is what it is. Yeah. Um, So... Uh, I posted a uh, a photo of some playmats, some custom playmats that that we had designed from Zach Roy at Senior Doom, at Senior Doom on uh, Twitter. Uh, he designed some custom Viridian Forest themed playmats. Uh, they are in the style of like national parks, if you're familiar with that style. Uh, but there's a certain number of them made. They will not be for sale, but they do feature a Metapod prominently, and you know, felt felt right. Yeah. Uh, I'm working out the details on hosting a few tournaments through Play Limitless um, in the next month or two. And the prizes would be uh, play mats to the top four. Um, and it would be free, it'll be free entry. Um, I will limit the number of participants. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I don't want to have a <laughs> nine-hour-long event <laughs> at any point. That's not what I'm here for. There's a uh, lot of people that can do that and they run those events well, but Sean and I are way too busy. That is, that's why we don't play in them either, really. <laughs> so when we do this though, it'll be a small, smaller event size, size, but it will be free to enter. Cool prizes in these playmats. Check out the Twitter. More details on that to come, uh, hopefully in the next week or so as I iron out those details with Jake. But Sean has sent me some playmats. Sean has sent me some playmats. Yes. Um, they're beautiful. I love them. They're they're very nice. I think they're very very high quality playmats. I'll also be giving away some on the channel. That is to be a to be determined date. But if you remember, I know I have some community members that don't really play the trading card game, but they're active in the Twitch every day. Um, so y'all are getting the y'all are getting the sneak peek yeah. on the uh, on the Metapod. I don't know when I will uh, give those away. I think I have an idea. Of when I'll give at least one away, but I have two. I have two to give away, so so keep, to be determined of the second one. Keep an eye on Jake's uh, Twitch and and his other channels to uh, to know when that happens. And like like Jake was saying, like, even if you don't play the game, right? Like if you don't play the game, it's kind of weird that you're listening to this. I'm just gonna. That's a, a little surprising, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, but if you don't hey, play the game as much, there are some people that just love support. <laughs> that's you know? true. Uh, if you're but one of those people, like, though, we it's talk, a great match. We talk about a variety. We talk about a variety of things, right? I mean, we That's talk true. about. We had breaking um, Nate on here. He doesn't play. Yeah, he doesn't play. We talk. We talked to, uh, or we talked about McDonald's 
stuff and General Mills stuff. We talk about products that drop. You know, I think I think our podcast, whether we I mean, we say that revolves around the evolving meta, but we we do more than just talk about, you know, the meta. We we have we to talk especially about when the meta stuff. doesn't evolve. Oh, God, especially months. when the meta is just stupid ADP. <laughs> okay. Well, that I think that's I, I'm I've gone long enough. I have no more energy. <laughs> How about you, Jake? I'm tired. I'm tired. All right. I will see all of you lovely folks next week. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Bye.